this is Leva Bates, and you're listening to the Oversell Podcast. Da, 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 da. You better enjoy it or else. It is episode 96, and we're getting ready for WWE Backslash, NXT TakeOver Chicago, and Talking New Japan Pro Wrestling. Best of the Super Juniors, get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. What were you laughing at earlier? Uh, you called it WWE Backslash. Whatever. <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> it's headlined by the biggest dick in the universe, Randy fucking Orton. You see that shit he started? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I didn't care. I really didn't care what he said. Everybody got in a big you know, fuss about it. Didn't bother me. Here's it was my, just one guy's opinion. Here's my problem with it. Because I have a problem with it. I figured you would. Um, Randy Orton never knew the struggle of independent wrestling. He pretty much was handed everything on a silver platter because of who his last name is. He never had to work multiple towns, you know, like these independent guys for peanuts. You know, I'm pretty sure when he was in OVW, he was given a place by the WWE. You know, he's given a paycheck by the WWE. And it just t- it struck a nerve with me because he has no idea what these guys are going through to do something they love. I mean, you look at people like Kenny Omega, Ricochet, Will Ospreay, you know, all these people over in another fucking country away from their families. Kenny Omega came in for one Ring of Honor show last week mm-hmm. and went right back to Japan and saw his family, I think, for like four hours and then had to get back out there. Randy Orton does not know any of that. Granted, he spends a lot of time on the road with the WWE, but and let me ask you this: When was the last time you looked at a card? Is like, oh shit, I gotta watch this. Randy Orton's wrestling this guy. Well, I've always been a fan of Randy Orton. Why? I've just always liked his what, style. What is? I mean, yeah, he he is one of the guys that truly seems like his character is truly just an extension of him. Like he is just a dick, and he's even admitted that he's like, yeah, I am a dick. You know, it's, it's just the way I am. But. I've I've always been a fan of his. I mean, heel face, whatever. He's he's great in the ring, and I don't know. He he always just really has really clean matches. I cannot. I can honestly never tell you the last time I looked at a card and was like, "Oh, Randy Orton's wrestling this guy. It's going to be awesome." I have never said that once in Randy Orton's career. I mean, see, I've never <laughs> been like, "Oh my god, it's going to be an amazing match," but I've never. I've never worried about a Randy Orton match not being good. So you actually then so House of Horrors you thought was going to be awesome. Yeah, everybody yeah, thought uh, it was going to be something. No, it, but you know it's funny. But that, I mean that 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 wasn't his fault. Well, he, he he's never been anything to me. He's never been to me. He is not a draw. He used people, to have the golden showers. Come on, he he is not the reason people are watching SmackDown today. People are watching SmackDown to see Nakamura. Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. That's why they are watching. It's funny the two champions on both Raw and SmackDown. That's not the reason people are watching these shows. On Monday Night Raw, you don't even see the goddamn champion. True. So that title means absolutely dick. Go back and listen to last week's episode where me and Fred Feltner kind of did a um, a uh, 
a state of the titles of WWE. Did you get to listen? No, not yet. You son of a no, no, I'm, I'm some good work. I'm horrible, but anyway, um, yeah, we did a state, and you know, the WWE Universal Title is just not in a good standing right now because it's not on Raw. And don't tell me like, well, you don't need your champion there every week. Well, I'm not asking him to be there every week. Well, it's a three. No, actually, I am. It's a three hour fucking show. Yeah, have your world champion on a three hour fucking show, and at least have him defend it within the thirty day period that they strip other people of. Is he wrestling at Great Balls of Fire? Yes, at Great Balls of Fire is when he is defending the title okay. against whoever wins at this paper, uh, at the next paper. Well, that that's fine and dandy. Finally, but still, that's two and a half, close to three months since you know he captured the title since he was last seen. Yeah, it's just it's crap. And, and Randy Orton is not an exciting champion. His, I know he's on his thirteenth run, right? But. He his I'd never liked a Randy Orton promo. I'd never thought like, man, that's a do cut a good promo. It, it he is boring and stale to me. It he's bland. I've always liked him. Hey, you know, you know when the, they had um, is after the NXT or the Nexus broke up and you had um, David Otunga and Mike McGillicuddy teaming up and they called it the Bland leading the Bland. Yeah. If only Orton was that, it could have gotten <laughs> even more blander. I mean, there's just I, I've never he you, you didn't like Legacy. No, I wasn't really a big Legacy fan, mainly because he was the leader. Hey, he okay. he his matches, and I'm not a professional wrestler. Never have been a professional wrestler, but I can tell when someone's phoning in on anything they've done. And Randy Orton, for the majority of his career, has phoned it in on a lot of his matches. Do you at least like the RKO? Yeah, I like the Diamond Cutter better. Fair enough. I think um, I think Tomatonga and New Japan does a better diamond cutter or does a better RKO than. Speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, before we get to Backslash and uh, NXT Takeover Chicago, I'm going to go over to our friends at TopRopePress.com. That Brian and Brian Bryant, his name is fucking Ryan. <laughs> Uh, over there at topropepress.com. They do a good podcast, too, the Top Rope Nation podcast. Um, they got a writer over there. Her name is Abby A., and she is killing it with her coverage of the best of the Super Juniors. Have you gotten to watch any of it? Great tournament nope. so far. Jushin Thunder Liger is probably the rest of his last match ever in that tournament. Um, Marty Skrull. Skrull. You, have you ever watched him wrestle? I may have seen a match of his. Dude, you would like Marty Skrull. And, and you know what the big news about him is, don't you? What happened at the last Ring of Honor show? What? He joined the Bullet Club. Yes, I did read that, actually. Yeah. <coughs> Adam Cole is out, which is interesting because NXT Chicago is coming up. And yep. who knows? Maybe we may see a little little Adam Cole baby in NXT. Maybe I'm hoping personally for Kyle O'Reilly, but we'll we will get there. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find on Top Rope Press. Uh, they should have, Abby was doing like a, she had this beautiful spreadsheet because, um, the best of the Super Juniors is done. It's like, kind of like G1 where a pin gets you so many points, a submission gets you so many points, a DQ gets you so many points, and then you lose them if you lose points if you, right, right. Um, let me see here. Let's go back to home. Uh, let's see. By Abby Arthur. Hopefully she put her little 
uh, her, some of the quick matches, um, Taka Michinoku <coughs> of Kai and Tai Dojo. Oh, yes. Uh, wrestled Tai Chi. You know who Tai Chi is, don't you? He's a guy on Suzuki Gun, and he kind of has this... He's the worst lip syncer ever because he just puts the mic up to his mouth and he or and he just moves his he's not actually lip syncing right, any of the words right. and Okay, here we go. Uh and of course this fucker's not filled out. I thought it was. Oh man. Let's see. <coughs> she says, and here are the current standing win losses and points, but nothing's filled out. All right. Well, go over to topboatpress.com. It's a great site. Current. Best of super of the super. <clears throat> Let's see if maybe Wikipedia. 2017. Okay, so so far Dragon Lee has beaten... beaten Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, Takahashi beat that Jushin Thunder Liger. Here's here's the points. Okay, Dragon Lee has four points, and we'll do block A first. Dragon Lee has four points. Hiromu Takahashi has two. Marty Scroll has two. Ricochet has two. Tai Chi has two. Taka Michinoku has two. Will Ospreay has two. Jushin Thunder Liger, zero. Block B, ACH has two points. Super! El Desperado has two. Risuke Taguchi has two. Volador Jr. has two. Bushi, Kashida, Tiger Mask four. And Yoshinobu Kanemaru all have zero points so far. Uh, they've had some tremendous matches. Of course, this uh, past show was headlined by Ricochet and Will Ospreay. Right. Do I need to even say anything? The match is fucking awesome. Uh, tai Chi got, got kind of a... He pl- feigned an injury injury to his knee, and he's he's fighting fellow Suzuki Gun member Taka Michinoku, and Taka fell for it, and eventually got a quick little flip pin, and it was funny because they were both laughing and smiling, and Taka had that look on his face like I should have seen it coming. Right. Uh, let's see, Desper- El Desperado's beating Kushida. Volador Jr. had a great match. I think he beat uh, who did he beat? I think he fought Tiger Mask four and one. Uh, Taguchi beat Yoshinobu Kanemaru. I love Taguchi, man. That dude, the funky weapon. That dude is crazy hilarious. Uh, let's see. Jushin Thunder Liger has lost to Michinoku and Takahashi. Uh, Dragon Lee is having a great performance. Uh, beating Takahashi, the ticking time bomb, Hiromu Takahashi and Dragon Lee. Uh, or actually, Dragon Lee beat Marty Skrull. So he's having a great tournament, and they had a great match, too. Marty Skrull does this thing where he pops a dude's fingers in a match, and it just sounds horrible. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Will Ospreay sold it perfectly. Uh, So, yeah, check it out. New Japan World, 999 yen. I promise you, you will not regret checking it out. This tournament is a lot of fun. My boy Kushida has, doesn't have any points yet, but that could change. So this week, I'm sure it will. I hope it does. That dude, he's too awesome. I mean, who is he wrestling in this tournament? De- El Desperado. So he's only had one match. So plenty of chances, plenty of chances. Uh, let's see. Yep. So go check out the best of the Super Junior Tournament in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, WWE backslashes this weekend. 
You're supposed to laugh every time I say that. Yeah, I've just given up now. Uh, do you want to do TakeOver Chicago first, or do you want to do... We'll go ahead and knock out TakeOver. Okay. I mean, I hardly ever get to watch NXT, but I do watch every single TakeOver, so that counts for something, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'd say so. Okay. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Eric Young. It's interesting that this is the ma- like his first big TakeOver match is going to be against Eric Young now. Yeah. I'm 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 pretty sure it's going to be a great match. And Roderick Strong, I think they've got big plans for Roddy here soon. He uh, always he he's always just clean in the ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think Ey's a slouch either. Oh no, I like Ey. Yeah, some people don't like him. He's not, but I, I enjoy him. He that that's a transformation there. If you see him like his early days in TNA mm-hmm. to where I mean to now, I mean it's he's been like this basically with this look and all for a few years now. But I mean. Seeing him when he first started in TNA, you know, like when he was doing the Team Canada thing, yeah, you know, he was just, you know, basically a little scrawny guy, you know, bleach blonde hair, real short, you know, no facial hair at all. I mean, he looks like two different people. Mm -hmm. But I've, I've loved everything he's done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, always entertaining. I think Roddy is going to get the win. Hmm. I don't know. You've got they've been doing this "Who is Roddy Strong" thing. They're yeah. not going to have him come in on his first takeover and lose. Yeah, but you got to think of sanity or whatever. You know, got the whole squad with him. I, I think he's destined for bigger things, and losing right now would just not be the best thing for him. Okay, I think Eric Young's going to win. Okay, <coughs> I'm not right. There's the going to be some interference. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh. WWE United Kingdom Championship match. Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne. That is going to be exciting. And that's the one JR's calling, right? Yep. Uh, so JR and uh, Nigel McGuinness. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, you know, I still need to go back and watch the um, the uh, UK the, tournament. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. Uh, and uh, yeah, I feel like a horrible wrestling fan because I haven't. There's so to watch much it. wrestling though, and we're trying to cover damn well, near all of it. And now I think they're going to be at the WWE UK show is going to be weekly on the network coming up here soon. So they're just adding more to it. Yeah. Damn it! It's so hard. So uh, for the match, <laughs> we asked for this, and now we can't handle it. Yeah, no, it's so much. <laughs> uh, for this match, I think the bruiserweight Pete Dunne is going to become your new UK championship champion. Yeah, we're just disagreeing on everything. Okay. I think Tyler Bates going to keep it. Well, that's no good. Reason you don't to want think that, but yeah. Next match. Probably going to be match of the night. NXT Tag Team Championship ladder match. Authors of Pain versus DIY. Yeah, this match is going to be a lot of fun, and I th- I think AOP is going to get the win. Yeah, I think they're going to keep it. And it's the, it's going to start the rift between DIY. <laughs> That's been <laughs> teased or mentioned or right. hinted at for years now, it seems like. Yeah, and I think this is going to be that final tipping point. So I'm going to take AOP. Yeah, I believe they retain. Next match. Women's Championship Triple Threat. Asuka versus Ruby Riot versus Nikki Cross. Man, now this 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 is another one. It could steal the show too. Um I really like Ruby Riot. Yeah. Uh Heidi Lovelace, I think is what her name was back mm-hmm. in the Indies. A hellacious wrestler. Um 
Nikki Cross is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. She is she the one in Sanity? Yeah. Okay. Who's the other? I'm th- I always get her confused with Crazy Mary Dobson. Right. But yeah, it, this. Uh, you know, I don't see them calling up Oscar anytime soon, and I don't see. I guess this would be the easiest way to get the title off of her. Because well, she's not pinned or right, submitted or whatever, but yeah. I just don't think she's going to lose it yet. I don't think so either. She's she's broken Goldberg's streak, man. How nuts is that? Yeah. So I'm going to take Oscar. Like legit broke it, not, you know, WC, WCW numbers, <laughs> you know. He's 400 no No. I'm taking Oscar. Yeah, me as well. You got next. NXT Championship match. Bobby Roode versus Hideo Itami. Man, this is this match. The crowd's gonna be hot for this match. Uh, Hideo Tommy finally getting a shot after injury and injury and injury and injury. He's finally back. We're gonna get him. Hopefully, he'll be around for a good time. All right. But I think Bobby Roode is leaving with the belt. I think Bobby Roode keeps it. Have Hideo chase it for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, unless you have plans to call Bobby Roode up, which would be really stupid because there's nothing really big going on yet right so and uh, you don't really have anybody to to take his spot in nxt right now well i th- you know i think you do you have cassius ono you do have a tommy you got roddy at some point roddy i think is going to be the guy to dethrone bobby Roode. i'm surprised uh what's his name the scottish guy they just brought back uh completely blanking on his name the Scottish guy they just brought back. Uh, Rory? No. <laughs> he was in Three Man Band. and Oh, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, yeah. I'm surprised Drew, he's not. Drew Galloway, yeah. whoever he is. What is he? Are they calling him McIntyre? <laughs> yeah, he's Drew McIntyre in WWE. He was okay. Drew Galloway and everywhere else. Okay. Yeah, D-Mac. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they. he's another one, too. I mean, NXT, they have a lot of potential right now. But I'm so. surprised he's not even He's not on the card. Yeah, like like I said, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of NXT, so there may be reason for it that I don't know. But well, we shall see. Uh, do we have any surprises at this NXT Takeover Chicago? Adam Cole, as we Adam mentioned, Cole possibly, but Adam Cole, baby, kicked out of the Bullet Club. Um, you know, I, if so, I mean, where where would he fit in? Here's how I see them doing it: if they have Adam Cole there or Kyle O'Reilly, I think. You haven't heard much from Kyle O'Reilly lately, right? But they do like Bobby Roode or something like that, to where they're just in the crowd watching, and the whole crowd's like, "Oh shit, Adam, right. that's fucking Adam Cole, baby!" But <laughs> the, the and let me say this: the way they kicked Adam Cole out of the Bullet Club was fucking incredible. Did you see what happened? How they yeah. did it? How like the you know Kenny Omega had a Titan or had a video. And he's like, you're fired from the Bullet Club, but who's going to take your place? And Marty scrolls right there in right. that weird-ass fucking <clears throat> mask. And then this Bucks are like, what's going on? And then, of course, super kicks were thrown. And There's always super kicks. There's always, always super kicks. And But, man, that's that was that was a hell of a send-off for Adam Cole out of ROH. And who knows, man? He could show up. I really, I really want Kyle O'Reilly in NXT because I love Kyle O'Reilly. That yeah. dude is a great wrestler. And, you know, Triple H never has seen a, a bad match from him. Right. I still got on my DVR, I have um, 
Katsuyori Shibata versus Kyle O'Reilly saved, and I won't ever delete it because <laughs> that's just such a badass match. And I'm sure my wife say, like, "Hey, can we delete this?" Like, no, like, no, no, that's, no, that's that's Shibata O'Reilly. We can't keep that, or we can't get rid of that. So that's NXT Takeover. You want to move on to backslash? Backslash. Yeah, because that's how that shows you how much I fucking care <laughs> about uh, this pay per view. Yeah. Uh, okay, what they've got listed for the kickoff match: Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English. I mean, you know, this is I actually going to give them something positive for a kickoff match. This is the type of match it should be on a kickoff yeah, show. Not a, not a title match, right? Not a not your tag team championships, not your intercontinental or whatever U.S. title, whatever's supposed to be on SmackDown right now. It's two guys that um, you know they're on the undercard, and this is kind of where you want to be. This is the yeah. if, if it were UFC, these would be the cup matches that were shown after the main event. Because they <laughs> exactly, have so much yeah. time to fill. So, right, perfect. Right. This is perfect, I think, for Ty Dellinger and Aiden English. And I'm choosing Ty Dellinger. I think so. Singing. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with Aiden English now that Gotch is gone. Yeah, he's going back to a uh, singing gimmick yeah. from NXT. Next match. Luke Harper versus Eric Rowan. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit behind on SmackDown. Why are these two guys fighting? Yeah, but it still goes back to the whole Wyatt family thing. You know, Eric Rowan came back and was helping Bray Wyatt, but, you know, remember Bray turned on Luke Harper, you know, when he was still with Randy Orton and... Mm -hmm. The arsonist. Yeah, now they're just putting them two together because they're familiar, basically. Hmm. What's up with Eric Rowan's helmet, or helmet, mask, whatever? Does he like the smell of his own farts? Eric Rowan seems like the guy who would like the smell of his own farts. <laughs> they just stay in his beard. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of drifts up. It stays there. And he's yeah. Like, uh, if I need to wake up, I smell my own exactly. farts. Exactly. You know? He just rolls over a certain way. And yeah. Anyway, uh, you know. <laughs> that's where this I, pay-per-view is going. <laughs> this, you know, these two guys are pretty athletic for their size. Harper, definitely. So I think this could be a surprise and not be horrible. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a bad match, but it's not going to be one that... Okay, shit, I'm definitely sitting down and watching this right. whole thing. But right, right. Luke Harper is going to win. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Harper, too. I'm a team player. <clears throat> Next match. Sami Zayn versus Jesus. Baron Corbin. I'm actually kind of excited to watch this match. I like both of these guys, but I don't really have much interest in this match. Why? I don't know, nothing has sold me on it. Why, Randy Orton? <laughs> Because headlocks and dives. Oh, yeah, dives. <laughs> so stupid. Randy Orton, go fuck yourself. Um, I mean, like I said, you know, I like both of these guys. You know, Sami Zayn's going to give it his all. I mean, Baron Corbin has, I think, has, imp has improved so much since he's joined the main roster. Now, granted, he kind of needs to do something. He still needs to figure out something different to do with the hair. But that notwithstanding, you know, I really like what they're doing with him. And, you know, he's he's a better dick, I think, than Randy Orton. And he he is not bland to me like Randy Orton. This is, this is going to be how many times I can bag on Randy Orton in a <laughs> podcast. So, uh, for the winner of the match, I think Corbin is going to be the winner. Yeah, because Sami Zayn never wins anymore. Yeah. He's the lovable loser. Next. Uh, we got the six-woman tag team match. 
Naomi, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch versus Natalia, Carmella, and Tamina. What? And the champion's in this match, right? Naomi's in the match. Why is the title not being defended? This goes back to when they had the great idea of the three women teams. You know, I don't care. I want all the women vying for the title. I want the title to be made important. And this is what kind of shit that hurts your title. Who care? Natalia, Tamina, and who else? Carmella. Yeah. They should not be teaming together right now. They should all be fighting for that title. It's not there. I agree. And and same for Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. They should not want to be tag teaming with the champion. They or they should want to be trying to beat the champion. At least that's my opinion. I don't know. To me, it seems like they just don't know what to do right now. I mean, they they got, you know, the title on Naomi, which they wanted, you know, months ago. Then they did the whole Charlotte Flair you know, face turn, which I still think they're unsure about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And right and, now I think they're just like, well, let's at least get everybody in a match. And you know what sucks about the Charlotte face turn? She's starting to find a really good groove as a heel. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, we're going to turn your face. Like, what? Come on. We're finally getting some good shit here. And uh. But, I mean, at that point, I mean, you know, they, they've always tried to keep it even, faces and heels. And... You know, after the that crazy ass shakeup or whatever, uh, don't get me started. I mean, they really don't. Again. I mean, these really are the only six that are on SmackDown. Exactly. I mean, Lana's supposed to come back. They keep saying, you know, acting like she's going to actually wrestle. She has been wrestling in like hey, NXT shows. Well, hey, did you see who's her bouncer or her her uh, bodyguard when she's coming out now? Is it Andrea? Yeah, yeah. It's Andrea, former guest <laughs> of the show. Yeah. Which I'm so happy for her. That makes me so happy when I read that. But uh, hmm. I'm gonna take the faces to win. Yeah, I'll go that route. It's Natalia. She's not gonna win on a paper. <laughs> and Tamina, yeah, they yeah. never let her win. Yeah, I mean, you remember like. Tamina and Naomi used to be on a fucking team together. <laughs> now they're fighting yeah. for no reason. It just doesn't make sense. Whatever. Next match. Yeah. <laughs> now this is on WWE.com, and I'm just like reading from bottom up. You know, SmackDown women's, uh, you know, six-woman tag team match. The next line, get WWE Backlash 2017 tickets now. Like just right in the middle of the card. Oh, nice. Like it's just written in there. It's not a banner or anything. It's just same font and everything. It looks like that's going to be your next match. Oh, awesome. But next one is Nakamura versus Ziggler. This is going to be a fun one. I think this is a great match for Nakamura's first main show, main roster pay-per-view. See, a lot of people don't like this. They don't like him feuding with Ziggler, but I don't have a problem with it because, again, Ziggler's another one that, you know, Goes all out in his matches, and every time he's in a match, it's it's good. You're going to watch a Ziggler match. He's probably going to lose because that's what Ziggler does. Right. But, well, this is – but you want him losing. Well, yeah, this against is gonna Nakamura, make, definitely. He's going to make Nakamura look like a million fucking bucks right. with the way he's going to bump for him and sell those knees and stuff yeah. like that. So Nakam- th- th- This is going to be one that's got, you know, those famous, you know, Ziggler, like, five false finishes you know you're gonna think he's out and he's barely get that shoulder up and it's gonna be a great match i hope that i hope they give it time 
Yeah, I think uh, th- this is a match you have to get a good big time. I'm going to take Nakamura to oh, win yeah. the match, though. Definitely. Nakamura. Nakamura. Uh, is that next up KO and AJ Styles for the United States of America Championship? This match was set in motion when AJ Styles came back, came to the WWE. Uh, when Kevin Owens eliminated him in that Royal Rumble, gave him the little bye-bye wave. Mm-hmm. And now we're finally going to get to see some sort of development off of that. And this match, I think, is going This is going to be your match of the weekend. I seriously believe that. Very well could be. Because KO is one of the best things going. I don't care who you are or what you think. Kevin Owens is one of the best things going today. That's directed to you, Mo Steagle. <laughs> But he is there name in the t- I want after we get done I want to we'll have a separate conversation on this I'm going to take KO to stay, uh, stay the champ though. Mm. I don't know I think they're going to pull the swerve I think AJ's going to take it. Okay, well you know I say I I, I think Owens is going to keep the belt. He's going to retain. Yeah. Okay. So Owens I'm just going to put Owens retains. Um. Because, you know, it could be some sort of dusty finish or something or Kevin Owens gets himself disqualified, which will right. lead to, you know, match down the road with, right. I guess, is Extreme Rules a dual sh- pay-per-view or is it? No, I think Extreme Rules is Raw only. Raw only. Okay. I think the next SmackDown would probably be Money in the Bank. Okay. Would it be? Uh, I'm so confused by this now. There's so many pay-per-views in a year now. Yeah, I, and, you know, Money in the Bank should kind of be like a joint show in my opinion you would think so yeah so you like could each have a, show would have a money in the, money bank. In the bank yeah who knows uh then that leaves jinder mahal and actually the smackdown oh. tag team championship usos versus prezongo oh you know i like what they're doing with the usos right now this is a perfect gimmick for them i really do i like how brizongo is getting Brizongo's, some tv time yeah they're getting some getting a little bit of a push i mean what other tag teams are there on smackdown right now that they could get a push over I the ascension <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it uh who knows where the hell is um uh the tag team that shouldn't have been called up yet why can't i think of their name team angle oh yeah yeah there's american alpha there. american yeah. alpha there's somewhere around there yeah i mean it's just the tag team division on smackdown is extremely weak right now they just split up uh gold dust and r-truth yeah that was on raw though there was yeah yeah um so, yeah, I really like what the Usos are doing, and it's good to see Brizongo getting a push, but I don't think it's enough to beat the Usos. No, no. Usos will retain. And that brings us to... Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal. Stinkface versus the future of the WWE, Jinder Mahal. Um, Jinder Mahal makes this match want to watch because he's been killing it lately. Yeah. But Randy Orton, I just... Uh, and two months ago, you would have never thought you were saying that. No, no, no. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy, but with all this going on, Jinder Mahal's the fucking face in this match. Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, well, Randy's making himself the heel. He's better as a heel. Well, he may be, but right now, that's not his job. His job yeah. is to be a face. Yeah. And he sucks at being a face, and he he sucks at being a heel. He just sucks at promos. <laughs> <laughs> Goose Fraba, Derek. Goose Fraba. 
Um, Gender has done everything he can to get this match over. You know, the House of Horrors walk, you know, stealing the title and holding it upside right. down in the limo. And I love what they're doing with the Bollywood boys. And it's really he is the reason I want to see this match. Not that I'm really excited for it anyway, but he is the reason I want to see this match. And um, I hate Randy Orton. <laughs> I want to see him lose the title. I think it'd be hilarious if they took it off of him. For oh, I think Jinder it would Mahal. be fucking great if Jinder Mahal won because nobody sees that coming. I mean, everybody sees Jinder Mahal as like, okay, yeah, he's doing great right now, but he's he's just kind of a placeholder, you know, until you know they get to something else. You know, it's what they're waiting for, what they're building up for for the rest of the summer. Not nobody tomorrow. really giving Jinder Mahal, you know, any kind of chance at winning this title. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's holding the spot for Nakamura. That's what he's doing. Yeah. So, uh, who are you taking? Orton retains. Mm-hmm. Although, I would really love to, I'm to see that. I fuck it. Just because I don't want to fucking predict him to win, I'm going to say Mahal <laughs> wins. Just because I hate you, Randy Orton. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. I know you're not supposed to hate people, but damn, you're an asshole. And a prick. <laughs> and a bland motherfucker with your tribal tattoos and your douche face and <laughs> douche face he has douchey tattoos and you know remember when he had first had just the tribal tattoo across his back or some shit what a douche he's just a douche i bet you randy orton's gonna buy a male romper when they when they actually start releasing those because he seems like a big enough douche <laughs> to wear a male romper yeah i don't see that happening but. i do i do i think he's gonna i think i could see him in a male romper going around being a little douche to people with his upside down sunglasses or whatever the hell the douche guys wear these days. Just go away, Randy Orton. No one likes you. You wouldn't be where you are without your father. Piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck. Let's take a quick break and when we come back, we'll do talk some other wrestling stuff. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back. No trivia segment this week because no one fucking likes me and wants to come on and do my fucking <laughs> trivia segment. Fuckers. It's that negativity. That's it's what not it is. negativity. I'm a pretty nice guy. Just wants people to come on and do my fucking trivia segment. And, and either no one responds to you on Twitter or shit. And, or, people, or you record a podcast on the same night as another wrestling podcast. Or your friend has a fucking <laughs> softball game or some fucking shit. Two weeks without a fucking trivia segment. Pisses me off. Well, what else? The next one will be really, really long. Ah, fuck it. If we do it again, I'll make scraps segment. No one wants to come play with me. <laughs> what are we going to talk about now? Well, there was a... Uh, let's see. There's word here that Jinder Mahal almost ended up at Impact Wrestling. Hmm. Yeah. He... Uh, was invited to go down there like a day before their last pay-per-view or something or something. Uh, there was a pay-per-view in Orlando on the Sunday, live in Tampa. They were like, yeah, you can come and talk to us on Sunday. want to talk to you. And then that, then Saturday he got the call from WWE and just went that route. But I mean, he was a day away from being in a totally different company. Hmm. Interesting. And did you hear about the company that over in England that 
offered CM Punk $1 million to wrestle on their next tour. Yeah, I saw that, and my thought was, yep, still be more entertaining than a Randy Orton <laughs> match. <laughs> I would love to see it, and I think it would be great. And, yeah, it would still be more exciting than anything that Randy Orton's done. Is Randy Orton your Scott Steiner? I think so. I think Randy <laughs> Orton Because I just don't like the guy. All right, who would win in a match between them two? Who? Scott Steiner and Randy Orton. <laughs> Whoever wins, we lose. That, I'll put it like that. It's like fucking Aliens versus Predator. <sighs> between Randy Orton and some other shit that happened to me today and not doing a trivia segment, I'm starting to get really pissed off. just want to break something. It's one of those days when you want to break stuff. Everything is fucked. You want to turn that song on? Is that no. what you want? No, don't do that. <laughs> uh, do, 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 SmackDown viewership's down. There were some good matches this week on yeah. Raw and SmackDown. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're great, but no one fucking cares right now because your Universal Champion's not on Raw. True. Your SmackDown Champion, no one likes, is not the reason people are watching the show. Well, you don't like it. No, 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 no. no. Like if, 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 obviously people share my opinion if ratings are going down. They don't want to see Randy Orton as a champion. Yeah, but you can't put all the blame on one person. I can put it on whoever the hell I want to put it on, and I'm putting it on Randy Orton. <laughs> but the ratings don't aren't reflected by just one if single person I who the champion I, is. Now, I guarantee you, AJ Styles, if Nakamura was holding the belt right now, ratings would be up. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. Well, yeah, because Nakamura is... Like, hugely over, but... Yeah, because he's talented and he has charisma, not... Not... Jinder Mahal, I'm Randy Orton. I killed legends. Uh, That's a Randy Orton promo. But it's not all on him. I mean, you could say it's partly because, you know, they're not defending the women's title also, or... It's all Randy Orton. You know, it's because of the the superstar shakeup. You know, a lot of the people that watched, you know, the reasons for watching SmackDown, a lot of them are now on Raw. (coughs) At that point, I'll get, but I still think it's mostly to blame for how they've treated. One, how Bray Wyatt lost the title after a two-month reign. Bray Wyatt, I think, should still be on SmackDown and should still be the champion. But, I mean, if, if you're saying it's all on Randy Orton and that's why ratings are down then that's also kind of saying that Kevin Owens isn't as good as you th- is say he is because he's on SmackDown as a champion, but the ratings are still down. What if Kevin Owens was champ- heavyweight champion? I think that would make a difference. I don't think it really would. People don't people don't care about mid-card titles anymore. But I mean, they, the care, mid- they care about the individual you know, wrestlers. That's back, what they care about. Back in the 80s and early 90s and stuff like that, your IC, your IC title was on every show. It was def- yeah. it was defended all the time. That's why they were the workhorse of that company. And then like Hogan, Hogan wasn't on TV half the time. Probably not even three quarters of the time. He was working live events. But <laughs> your universal champion, and we know your dickhead world heavyweight champion, are not doing it anyway. Um, so to me, you know, it's potato, potato when you do that. So, you know, I don't know. There's not – if how do I explain this? I, I mean, I know, you know, the title is supposed to be the, the main focal point. You know, it, it always should be. But in, you know, with, with today's fans and just wrestling in general, fans are more drawn to individual wrestlers as opposed to titles. 
I mean, they're 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 turning on the show to see who they want to see, not who has the title necessarily. I mean, they tuned in to see you know Nakamura show up. He doesn't have a title, but you know they they're watching it because they enjoy seeing him. And then they turn it off when Randy Orton comes on their TV screen because they're just tired of his boring shit. Well, you do. I I just I cannot. <laughs> I mean, I know that what he said pissed off a lot of people, but. I don't think people are boycotting SmackDown now just because he said that. You know, it's funny he says that, and the ratings drop. But it, it's ratings f- have dropped since the yeah, shakeup. But, but he says that, and instantly the ratings drop like three hundred something thousand or something like that. I mean, it was a big number. Um, and it's because he's a douche. But he's always been and a he's, douche, and he's never. And you know, had I would love for him to try to work an indie schedule, and he would he would not be able to do it. He would he just would not be able to do it. But he doesn't have to. Well, that's fine. I don't care if he, how much money he fucking makes. It doesn't make him a great professional wrestler. When you've gotten everything you've wanted because of your daddy's name, that's the reason why you're at. And don't give me that shit about how hard he's worked. He's phoned in 95% of his matches. 95, I will, and I have no problem saying that. At Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L, Twitter, <laughs> Randy Orton has has phoned in 95% of his matches. Did you watch WrestleMania the year him and Dave... They had to change the main event at WrestleMania from Randy Orton and Dave Batista to a triple threat because people were just not buying it. Well, that was kind of the whole plan. Anyway, you, no, 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 no. The, that, that, was Daniel audible, Bryan. that was an audible all the way. But it wasn't because of that. It was because of... The the outcry for Daniel Bryan exactly because they just did not want to see Randy Orton in that match. They no, it, it's not because they didn't want no, to see somebody. It's because, it's because they it's, wanted it's beca- to see Daniel Bryan. Exactly, they wanted to see Daniel Bryan, and they did not want to see Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will stick to my guns on that. That's, it's <laughs> that's fine. I don't think, it, like I said, I don't think it was a matter of who they didn't want to see. It's just who they wanted. At the time, Daniel Bryan was the hottest name in wrestling. Right. And and I think the way they ended up doing it was great. They got He got the moment, and then what happened? They just derailed it, and then they did some more shit, and he got hurt. And well, because he got hurt, yeah. Anyway, Randy Orton sucks. That's going to be the name of this episode. It's going to be Randy Orton sucks, <laughs> because he does. There's He does nothing good. I mean, I'm just feeling time just talking about how bad Randy sucks. You know what? Let's go through... I want to go through and look at some some of Randy Orton's accolades. Not that there's many of them. Dickhead motherfucker. <laughs> He's, He's had from a lot. I've realized why I don't like Randy Orton. He is from fucking Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that. Nothing good comes from Knoxville, Tennessee. That oh, it makes he fits like the people that are from Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> he just fits that. He ever met someone from Knoxville, Tennessee? I don't know. They think that they're the only side of Tennessee. Yeah, Knoxville, that's how Nashville. Thinks. No, I you know I be, I a couple weekends ago went to Nashville. Didn't have that bad of a time. We had a good time. Did a lot of eating and stuff with my diabetes. Probably shouldn't have done. Let's see. <laughs> You'll get used to that. But yeah, <laughs> let's see. Um, Wrestler of the Year. Why, who, why would they give him re- Rookie of the Year in 2001? Wrestler of the Year. Most popular wrestler of the year. <laughs> this is this is hilarious. P- PWI must have been high those years. 
World Heavy, four-time WWE or four-time World Heavyweight Champion, one-time Tag Team Champion with Edge, nine-time WWE. And I thought he was up to thirteen. I guess they need to add probably an update because oh. he's tag champs with. Yeah, I guess they haven't updated this in a while. Yeah. Well, WWE SmackDown tag champs with Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. Yeah. Uh, hey, in 2013, he won his greatest award by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, and that was most overrated because he is entirely overrated. There's just nothing about him that is good. Okay. He he is Scott Steiner. I mean, I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. I'm not going to try to change your opinion. But it's not going to happen. We we have differing Fucking opinions. I just, I just don't understand what his appeal is. I just don't get it. People watch Randy Orton and they're like, what is it that draws? Now, right, He's not now, a draw. To me, he is not a draw. Now, I've never heard a rant like this about Randy Orton until... He said what he said. Uh, you, well, you, first off, you can ask any, you can ask our buddy Joe, anybody. I've never been a Randy Orton guy. Never. This just sent me over the edge because he has no idea. My problem with it is he has no idea. He he got spoon fed everything in the WWE. He got into the WWE and OVW not from hard work on the Indies or anything like that because of who his father is. And for him to bash guys that are on the road, traveling to other countries, putting their bodies on the line, and he has no problem with Carlito does a fucking dive in his match for an RKO that makes him look great. He has no problem with that. Or anytime somebody, you know, anytime Rey Mysterio did a fly or a dive right into an RKO. So it's all right when someone else does it in his match to make him look good. Man, fuck him. He just doesn't. My problem is he doesn't know the struggle of independent wrestlers. Yet he knows more about wrestling than either one of us do. Maybe. Maybe not. He, who, he knows what his limit to die has seen. He's, he hasn't seen other styles. And Randy Orton, I'm sure, just hacked our shit because now I'm hearing an echo on my <laughs> headphones. Yeah, I hear it too. Um, but that's, my problem with what he says is there are so many different forms of wrestling. And why do you have to put a comment out there that says to all the wrestling marks and blah, 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 man, go fuck yourself. Sorry to the indie marks, yeah. indie guys and old timers who do dives took offense. Just having a good time over a few drinks in Denmark, closing the SmackDown live tour while beating raw and making over $5 million in the last 11 shows. Now I know, I know to some that doesn't equate to a standing room only crowd of 150 people paying $8 in an armory somewhere. But in the big boy world, that's called putting asses in seats. So enjoy your flips, dives, and 20 super kicks per match to each their own. I will go dive back into the 13th title run and get ready to flip when my bank statement comes this month. Headlock. See, that's just being a douchebag fuck. And I would love to see him work a match with Ricochet and get worked underneath the table because he couldn't keep up. Or with Will Ospreay or Marty Skrull. I'd love to see him try to work a match with Shibata where Shibata's whooping his ass for 20 minutes. Or Tomohiro Ishii who's giving him headbutts that he's never felt in his fucking life. Or Okada. Okada would beat his fucking ass for 20 minutes. And you know what? Probably ended up making him look like a million bucks because that's what Okada does. My problem is him not knowing the struggle of what independent wrestlers are going through and to make a douchey statement like that when he has been handed everything on a silver platter that he's ever gotten. That's my problem with it. But it shouldn't take away everything he's done. I just... 
I don't think his achievements mean much because they're given to him on a silver platter. I don't. I mean, we don't know what was given. He's, I mean, we know his, poli- his name has a lot to do with it. Yeah, but his ha- his name has ninety eight percent of it to do with everything he's gotten. Yeah, but I mean, he's also been suspended a couple times on violation stuff. Oh, I mean, he exactly. Wasn't given that. And guess what? Oh yeah, you can magically work off a strike. Blah blah blah, making up rules so that they don't have to fire somebody. They do that for a lot of people, though. Yeah. Well, it's bullshit. So he's like I said, he's gotten everything he's ever wanted because of who he is and who he knows. Not because of his talent. Not because of his talent. I, f- I will not believe it's because of his talent because I don't think he has much. So you don't think he has? You don't think he should be where he is? No. You don't think he should have? Should in any other company he'd be a, a low to mid Carter. Okay. At Derek D E R I C K O V E R S E L L on Twitter. Come at me, bro. At Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. And check out the Amazon link at OversellPod.com. You want to do a Memphis wrestling moment so we can get off this Randy Orton dumb shit? I have one here ready. Okay. See, this was from Monday, May 16th. 1983 I was just over two years old starting from the bottom this is at the Mid-South Coliseum first match Bobby Fulton versus Ace of Spades King Cobra versus The Angel 10 Madden tag team match Stagger Lee Mad Dog Terry Taylor Carl Fergie and Steve-O versus Bruise Brothers Lone Ranger and the Galaxians Rock and Roll Express versus The Grapplers Southern Tag Team Title Match. Fabulous Ones versus Duke Myers and Bobby Eaton with Hart and Cornette. Double Main Event. Scaffold Match. Southern Title at Stake. Dutch Mantel versus Bill Dundee. International Championship Match. Jerry Lawler versus World's Strongest Man, Ken Patera. Oh, excuse me. Patera pins Lawler. Ken Patera is the new international heavyweight champion, beating Jerry Lawler in one of the main events of this of the weekly professional wrestling card at the Mid-South Coliseum. Another bouts last night before 4,803 people. Bill Dundee regained the Southern heavyweight belt by defending Dutch Mantel in a special scaffold match. Bobby Eaton and Duke Myers teamed to claim the Southern heavyweight tag team titles with a win over the Fabulous Ones. The match between the Grapplers and Rock and Roll Express was declared no contest by the referee. The team of Stagger Lee, Mad Dog, Terry Taylor, Carl Fergie, and Steve-O won over Bruce Brothers, Lone Ranger, and the Galaxians. King Cobra beat the Angel, and the Ace of Spades pinned Bobby Fulton. 4,803. On a Monday night in 1983. In 1983. Nice. Good job. Good job. Well, that's all I really got for this week. Um, As I liked in every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, I ask you, who is your... Superstar of the week. Uh, well, I could go the easy route and say Randy Orton. Randy Orton, but that'll extend um, this. I am making uh, <laughs> a, an edict. No matter what happens, Randy Orton is never qualified to be a superstar of the week on this show. <laughs> Fair enough. Executive order. Uh, go ahead with yours. Uh, I'm going to go with Jushin Thunder Liger for wrestling some incredible matches in his last best of Super Juniors tournament. 
I mean, it says something for his career. I mean, I remember watching him in WCW coming out like, this dude is incredible. And he just looked like uh, a fucking superhero to me. And now I get to watch his final match for the best of the Super Juniors, which means it's probably his career is probably going to be coming up soon. Yeah, probably. And he he just had some hell of a, he just had some really good matches. I think he had one against Taka Michinoku, which was just an incredible match. And yeah, it's just I've always liked Jushin Thunder Liger. Okay, since the WCW days. I'm going to go with Matt Seidel. Oh, reborn he, Matt Seidel. He is now in Impact Wrestling mm-hmm. and. I think he's been there for two episodes now, and both just great matches so far. And he, he was always fun to watch, even back in his WWE days of as Evan Bourne, and seen him a little bit, uh, a little bit with New Japan and uh, Ring of Honor. You need to watch some of his New Japan work because yeah, I've seen some of it. Yeah, he tagged with Ricochet. Yeah, and so they I've were, seen those. They yeah. were a fun tag team. Yeah, um, the reborn Matt Seidel. The, the he's so good. They kicked him out of Japan and won't let him come back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, uh, be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Derek D E R I C K O V E R S E L L. At Wolf Mike23. Also, be sure you head over to f- oversellpod.com and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. There's no extra fees or hidden fees or anything like that. It's just you helping out this podcast by doing shopping you're already going to do on Amazon. Help us out, folks. Also, if you like what we do, if you like me going off on tangents about Randy Orton and stuff like that, (laughs) when I release an episode, retweet it. Take five seconds out of your day and retweet that episode so we can grow and share and, you know, get some more people in the chat room and have some more discussions going. Get you guys, um, you know, start getting you guys for trivia segments and stuff like that. We may be starting to do something different where we record our trivia segment differently so we can make the trivia longer and actually make it its own show. But other than that, be sure uh, the easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes or wherever podcasts are available. And while you're there on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and we will read some reviews on the air. I haven't checked in a while. Let's see if we have any uh, new reviews. As you're looking for that, real quickly. Sure. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell, lead singer of Soundgarden. Just died last night. Yeah, I saw that. Sad that they've ruled that it's apparent suicide. And he just performed, too. Yeah. He was just here a couple weeks ago for Music Fest. Let's see. Nope. We have nine five-star reviews. That's good. But uh, let's get more of those reviews in there, folks. Uh, That's going to be it for this week. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast.